Hey guys, welcome back to Navigate. Our hope here is to help you engage with God. My name is Ben and today I'm joined with a good friend of mine, Danny Mitchell. We've been on this journey looking at rest and today we're looking at Philippians 4 verse 4 to 7. Hey Danny. Hello. Uh, good to have you here again. Before we get into this passage though, ground us a little bit. What are we looking at and what do we need to look for? Yeah, so last time we kind of looked at the, you know, the pinnacle of this whole series, the fact that Jesus is the one who gives us rest from any of the stress and anxiety that really rips our heart, which is the stuff that we try and do to prove ourselves to God and to make ourselves good enough for Him. Jesus has done that for us. So we can, even when we work, we can rest. But there's just still the reality that life is stressful and hard and we worry about stuff. And so this is a passage that might be helpful for us to think through. How do we actually practice Mm -hmm. that rest? Uh, How do we practice the restful soul? Um, The soul that's been justified by Jesus, but is still pierced by worries yeah awesome well let's get into it. it's chapter four of philippians if you're following along at home and we pick it up from four to seven rejoice in the lord always i'll say it again rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all the lord is near do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to god and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus so let's push into this passage. Uh, mm. I love that question at the start, how do we practice rest? What's this passage saying and you know, what do we see here? Yeah, uh, rest is an active thing, right? Like it's not just the absence of doing anything. Um, sometimes seeking God out um, in that moment where we need him to minister to us, um, is, it's an active thing. Um, and so there's, you know, verse four, there's that sense in which we, we rejoice in the Lord always, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we are exuberant and happy all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think we get this picture here that, uh, that there are going to be things that, that really kind of scratch at our hearts, make us worry, make us anxious. Um, and the answer for that is to not look at our resourcefulness. It's not to look at our inner strength. It's not to try and summon you know, the resources in ourselves to solve the situation. Mm. Um, it's to realize that we are creatures, finite, sinful, and that we have someone that we can go to. Um, and so verse six is beautiful. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Um, that's the thing that we can do. Um, we can pray. Yeah. We can pray. I love that picture there that you said at the start. It's an active thing. Rest is an active thing. So if we think about this, um, like if you think about rest, the first thought that comes to my mind is like, you know, Netflix mm. or Amazon or whatever, you know, it is that we watch yep. or it's watching the footy or sport or going to the shops or whatever. Mm. And as we talked about in episode one, there's nothing bad with experiencing joy. In mm. fact, w- being made in the image of God means we, we're made to experience joy. Um, but here you're saying, or what we're looking at is this idea that there is an active nature to rest that is not simply um, deflecting the moment or thinking about other things. Yeah. It's actually praying. It's an yeah. active prayer. Absolutely. I, I think for me, a lot of the time, that, that thing that I crave when I'm stressed or anxious is escapism. Yeah. I just want to I want to go into another world where I can just distract myself from what's going on, whether that's you know, whether it's a sport or music or a game or whatever that is. Um, all of those things can offer, hey, just be in another place, mm. another mindset for a while. But Paul is here saying, actually, don't run away from that stuff, but take it and run to God yeah. with it because yeah. he will take it. 
Um, so it's uh, that that line of "Don't be anxious about anything" can be a tricky one because I don't think Paul's saying, "Hey, don't have anxiety." Mm. Um, that's easier said than done. But I think it's that sense of uh, of don't hold on to anxious thoughts and let them spin around in your head and give them a stage mm. to to play on. Um, but in every situation, um, we take those things to God uh, by prayer, by petition, asking asking God, please help. Um, to do that with thanksgiving yeah. um, is to actually go to God and go, God, you have been my God. You have seen me through uh, to reflect on the ways that God has been gracious to me, um, the way that he's been faithful, the way that he said no to my prayers mm. in a way that's been so much better for me than if he'd said yes to what I was asking for. To actually go to God and and take that moment to remember that he has been faithful and mm. he has been good. Um, but that not, not in any sense to go, all right, well, you've gotten enough from God now, so leave him alone. He's got other people to help. He invites us to come with every request and present them to him. Um, it's so such a beautiful invitation, right? Yeah. Like this would have to, really to have good. this kind of uh, fellowship with with God mm. is a special thing. Yeah, th- that's right. And you know, this is the living God, right? The mm. God of you know that we've seen in this story already of of just looking at rest. The God who created the world, the God who brought Israel out of Egypt, the God who died on the cross and rose again. This is the God who's inviting us to come to Him. Mm. Uh, it's amazing. One of the things, as you were speaking before, Danny, about this idea of like um, of, of facing our issues with God. Mm. Um, you know, psychologists would say that you know when it comes to problems, we can either flee from our problems or fake. You know, we can flee or fake it. Mm. Both unhelpful. Flee it, ignore it. You know, we can distract ourselves, escape it. You know, watch Netflix, whatever it is. Fake it, pretend that we're not actually struggling, that we've got it all together, wear a mask or whatever else. This doesn't say find uh, find peace through fleeing or faking. It says, no, face the issue, mm. but do it in the context of prayer before God, the God of the universe. And as you do that, it's kind of this, there's an exchange going on here. Yeah. You give your anxieties and God's going to give you peace. Yeah, yeah. And like verse seven, how good. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, mm. will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Um yeah, it's uh, the the idea that that peace that God gives us transcends understanding. I'm not sure I fully understand that. <laughs> yeah. That, that um, the, the phrase transcends understanding, but I, there is this sense in which you know, for for someone who has put their trust in Jesus, mm. um, that the external circumstances against them can genuinely be bad, mm. um, and yet the peace that they have from having God as their friend and their mm. protector and as their as their father defies all of the outward circumstances that might be against you. Yeah. I think as you're saying, it's hard to get your head around like, yeah, transcends understanding. It's language we don't often use, Mm. but I think you're right. Like it is a piece in moments where stuff around you is going wrong, you know? And I I think of, as you were saying that then I think of, um, a friend of mine who, um, you know, uh, a guy got diagnosed with um, motor neuron disease, which is one of, you know, just the most heartbreaking diseases Mm -hmm. as your muscles begin to tap out slowly towards your death without much um, of a cure. And, um, yeah, this person I was speaking to about it, it was, yeah, his his father-in-law, and he was just saying that 
there is a peace in that household, in their household, despite this diagno- diagnosis. There's a peace here. Mm. And I think that's kind of the illustration of what we're talking about. It's yeah. a piece that doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you look at the situation and, you know, again, kind of talking what we've been talking about. And I mean, anxieties arise, but a hurriedness arise as well mm. of like, what is this going to mean? All of those sort of things. But this passage says, you know, when you come before God and you lay it before him, yeah, there's a piece here that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and it's cool that the effect of that piece is is that it guards our hearts and our minds yeah. in Christ Jesus. Um, and I think that's 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 important because it's not just a it's not just a sense of I feel better now or I feel like everything's going to work out all right. Mm. the The source of that peace is that Jesus has brought us and He has made us friends of God and children of God. Mm. And so because of Jesus, we know that the future is secure. Because of Jesus, we know that God is for us and that he brings all of the power and all of the wisdom and all of the goodness and all of the sovereignty of God he brings that into our corner. Yeah. Um, it's it, yeah. It's it's not the power of positive thinking. This is not trying to put a good spin on stuff. This mm. is only true for people who have God through Jesus. Yeah. And that is very unique, and it's very not from us. Um, but this is this is why knowing Jesus brings rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, as we wrap this up uh, in this from this passage today in this episode, um, there is this reality and this encouragement that we have that we don't need to flee from our problems we don't need to fake what we're going through but in the presence of god through prayer we can face our issues we can face what's troubling us what's making us anxious and as we come before god the god who has died and risen again and conquered the grave and the god who one day will return as we lay our anxiety before him we are given a peace, a peace knowing that the God who made the world and rose again is in our corner. Um, This passage is so helpful too because it helps us think through what does it mean for me to practice rest? Um, This is something we need to practice. We need to get in the habit of doing. And so uh, to answer that question, how do we practice rest? Well, the answer is prayer. And so we'd love to encourage you to practice rest right now by coming to this God in prayer. Thanks heaps.